Welcome to the climb! This is a show dedicated to helping singers, songwriters, and indie artists like you create leverage in the music business. Leverage is what you're going to need to get ahead and to get noticed and to climb up that ladder. It's not going to have anything to do with how good your songs are, how good of a band you are, your talent. It's going to have everything to do with what have you done? What kind of business have you done? That's what they want to see now. They got to see you farther along in that artist's journey. They're not going to develop you from a baby yet. That's why we called it the climb, C-L-I-M-B, creating leverage in the music business. That's a Baxterism by my good friend and co-host, Mr. Brent Baxter. Brent's an award-winning hit songwriter with cuts by Alan Jackson, Randy Travis, Lady Antebellum, Joe Nichols, and more. And he helps songwriters like you turn pro by revealing how you can write like a pro, do business like a pro... And then he connects you with the pros on a regular basis. You get a shot, find out where you're at, raise that bar up, and make some relationships happen. You can find Brent super easy at songwritingpro.com. Once again, that's songwritingpro.com. And I would like to introduce you to my co-host, Johnny Dwinell. Johnny owns Daredevil Production. They're breaking artists digitally by identifying new fans through data. It's all very complicated, but Johnny is very smart. If you're an artist looking to increase your streams, blow up your video views, sell more live show tickets, and get discovered by new fans, TV, and music industry pros, then Daredevil Production can help. Daredevil has worked with multi-platinum artists like Colin Ray, Tracy Lawrence, Ty Herndon, and Andy Griggs, just to name a few. You can find Johnny at DaredevilProduction.com. That is production, singular, no S, and there is no S because there is no other Johnny D. What's happening, buddy? Man, uh, I'm at the house. Shocker. Yep. Aren't we all? Yeah. <laughs> Aren't we all? You know, I was just thinking um, as you're doing the intros, like, well, see, we were prepared for this. We were like quarantined before quarantine was cool because we've been doing these remotely almost exclusively. You know, we're yes. almost never in the same room when we record these. So I was like, yeah, ain't nothing new for such a time as this. <laughs> That's right. Well, today we are going to talk about the worst thing that artists can do during this pandemic. The worst thing ever. Go to Walmart and lick the conveyor belt at the checkout line? <laughs> Worse than that. Oh, that's pretty bad. <laughs> bad. It's bad. Uh, but hey, before we do that, let's take care of uh, a little business here. It, this is more than ever now during this whole mess is the digital world. But when we get out of it and you start to be able to do live shows again, physical media is going to make a big, big difference for the independent musician. The royalty payment rates are so small that if you have CDs for sale, vinyls for sale, T-shirts, stuff like that, it becomes an income generator. And that's the stuff that gets you the next town. That's right. Knock, knock. Who's there? Math. Math says you need roughly 3,000 streams to make the same amount of money from selling one CD at a gig. Okay, listen, I know you don't have any gigs going on right now, but you will. And our friends at Disc Makers are kind of busy making face shields for our uh, frontline you know, doctors and nurses and, and medical workers, so we love them for that. But listen, when you get back on the road, and you will eventually get back on the road, you are leaving money on the table if you don't have merch on the table. We love streams. People are streaming now more than they were before, maybe, but you're going to get back to shows. And when you do, you want to have that merch that people can buy from you because you can't autograph a stream. And thankfully our friends at disc makers are the place to go for your disc and other media, including vinyl, USB drives, and even t-shirts. And you can find them online at discmakers.com. That is D I S C makers.com or give them a call at 800-468-9353. That's 800-468-9353. 
Awesome. And if you haven't joined the Climb community yet, please do so. It's a very active Facebook community. It's a Facebook group, guys. And it's not like your normal Facebook group that was set up for whatever reason. And they have 100,000 followers and nobody posts anything. It's all about interactivity. Everybody is helping each other and they're asking questions, hooking up co-writes. I mean, what other stuff we got going on there? It's good stuff. Man, you know, we have our buddy like Wade sharing some of his stuff from his YouTube show. We have uh, Three Minutes and the Truth, which is a YouTube thing I'm doing. We have people sharing their, some of their wins from the New Heights. Uh, let's see. This one is maybe just a, a New Heights from just a minute ago. But let's see. Taylor Hughes, Hubert or Hubert, depending on what part of the country she's from, releasing her debut single on April 10th. Greatly appreciate it. If you check it out, so her single is called Good Taste. So that's a win for her. We have, uh, let's see Paul DeMarco, a friend of ours. He said he has two sync co-writes on hold. Uh, so that's pretty cool. What else we got? Uh, let's see here. Our uh, uh, Davin Tillinghast. Tillinghast? Oh, I don't think I said his name before. His last name. Anyway, his pop punk opera goldfish mystery fish nap is now streaming on all major platforms. So that's a win for him. So we just have people sharing wins and just kind of sharing what's going on and, and celebrating each other. So that, that happens every week on Wednesdays on our New Heights segment and just stuff like that. So it's a good good group of folks. Yeah, so we welcome you to uh, invite you to come on in. you got to ask me let in. We let everybody in. Subscribe to the podcast wherever you like to consume podcasts. Leave a five-star rating and review. Any rating and review. Leave an honest rating and review. We hope it's five stars. But we're trying to get to 200 here, so, so make that happen. And then finally, tell a friend about it. If you're getting benefit from this and, and you enjoy this community and, and you're still finding some value in the content that we're putting out here, then by all means, turn some other people onto it because that's going to be super, super important. That is right. That is right. I love sharing it. Love y'all joining the community. Come on. It's a party. Did you see uh, DeMarco sent me a video of him doing the trooper acoustic vocal or not a like guitar vocal, uh, electric rock guitar vocal of uh, the trooper from Iron Maiden. It was killer. Oh, no, I didn't see that. Yeah, he's, he's making moves. That guy knows what he's doing. I like him. I want to meet him someday. Well, let's get in. The worst thing that you can do during this pandemic, I thought that I just, I can feel it. I can feel it out there, Brent. I can feel people. They're freaking out and they're getting antsy because I'm getting antsy. Mm-hmm. Let's, we're all getting antsy. Let's be honest. But they're just waiting for this thing to pass mm-hmm. so they can get back to doing what they used to do. Right. You know, Putting things on hold, it, we're just going to try and survive and not kill my kids at the house, and we'll get back to it as soon as we can, all right? Hold my, I'm holding my breath. <laughs> That's exactly right. Yeah. And this is the time where we've actually, I'm blessed to say, in the last two weeks, have gotten busier because people are having, they don't have a choice. They got to, if they're going to reach out and they're going to connect with an audience, whether it's an artist or, and we've had a lot of artists doing this, or whether it's a product or a service, the only way you're going to do it now is digital. That's the only way you're going to reach them, mm-hmm. you know? And I think people have a, um, you and I were talking about this before we recorded the show, Brent, but it, it's, it's, a, it's another sickness. And the sickness is that, they're not even aware they should be marketing, mm-hmm. right, at all. And that is 
you know, if you listen to this podcast, you should be over that part of the sickness now, right? That's phase one. You should be past that. You should know that you need to spend 95% of your time, your energy, and whatever budget you have on marketing, on getting your music in front of new people, putting your stuff up on iTunes and putting it up on your Instagram and your Facebook and on Spotify is not marketing, okay? That's just a distribution network, but nobody's, nobody's aware of it. And a pretty shoddy one at that. Let's be honest about it. Considering most of the people yeah. in your, that sign up to follow you don't even see your stuff because of the algorithms. It's pretty shoddy yeah. distribution. Yeah. And by, by most, let's, let's put a number on that. You're talking about 97 to 99% of the people who like you, follow you, who are aware of you. Raise their hand, said, whoo, I like your yeah, stuff. I like you. Let me see your stuff. Don't don't see what you post unless they go and visit, right? And mm-hmm. and organically, what shows up in your feed? It's the stuff from the people that you interact with the most, your right. friends, your family, because the algorithm is designed to put, to keep you connected with those people. But people who've liked you, have seen you maybe multiple times, who could be good regular fans that come to see every show, your post of your new song isn't organically showing in their feed. It's not. They don't interact with you enough to to trigger that. Mm-hmm. So you're going to have to work to reach them, and you're still going to have to work to reach beyond them to get in front of new eyeballs, right? This is why you want to go on a, on a tour and open up for a bigger artist. Why? So you can be in front of new eyeballs. This is why... You know, radio used to be so effective because you would get in front of new eyeballs. You, the music you'd be discovered essentially, mm-hmm. but multiple times. So I wanted to just kind of touch base with what some companies are doing and some artists are doing, some climbers are doing to pivot during this. A couple episodes ago, Brent, we talked about the hard, cold reality that you are a media company and you need to be putting out regular content, right? And we talked about the five things you we got a lot of feedback on that, by the way. No, oh, good. Five things you need to be spending your money on instead of that new guitar, right? And that's, you know, a camera of some sort, you know, maybe some lighting and some different things to help you set up a little studio where you can do regular video content, whether it's cover mm-hmm. songs or, you know, other kinds of stuff, but you need to be putting out content. It needs to be video content. It needs to be on the regular. So smack dab in the middle of this COVID thing. And a lot of people aren't aware right now that because of the supply chain issues, I mean, how many, how many products do we buy on a, on a regular basis that are made in China? Shoot, most of my kids were made in China. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> you went farther than products, man. You got kids. <laughs> I got products I can replicate. Um, they won't do that for years, but anyway. They can replicate. They're like tribbles or gremlins. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Gremlins, mostly gremlins. But, you know, a lot of the ad space that is available on Instagram and on Facebook right now is available because there's been so many companies that have pulled their products for one of two reasons. Either they can't advertise for the product because they can't get it to you anyway. Mm-hmm. They don't have the product to sell because their supply chains are shut down with this whole COVID thing because either their workers can't be at the factories or they get it from China. So the normal volume that they were able to do, they can't have that bandwidth anymore until things get back online. Also, uh, a lot of companies just stop their advertising to pull back on their expenses during this because it's messy. 
they don't know what's going to happen. So I'm waiting for the dust to settle. But what does that mean for you? Where's the opportunity there? The cost for digital advertising, guys, has gone way down. Supply and demand. There's way more space available and not enough people that want it. So the cost goes down. So right now, if you're doing any kind of digital marketing at all, and again, when I mean marketing, I'm talking about paid traffic, like you're doing ads to reach new people. I'm not talking about social media. Okay. Even though the social media is the platform that you do the digital marketing on, I'm not talking about social media. Making a post today and tomorrow and the next day is not digital marketing. Right. That's more like branding. It's not marketing. Marketing is, you know, there's a specific call to action with marketing. Like, go watch this video or listen to this song, buy this product, uh, learn more, watch more, these kinds of things. So, Mm-hmm. Th- that's that's marketing not here's a picture of me uh, here's another cover that i did which is cool but it's a social media post okay mm-hmm. because of that you know the costs are down so we've had a number of of different companies and artists that have been a little subdued in the past few months mm-hmm. and i'm gonna talk about some of them here but they're making the move and saying okay now's the time like now we can go and we can reach more people for less money so we're gonna try instead of waiting for this thing to end right and then going back to doing what we used to do which is you know booking your local live show mm-hmm. or whatever how can i take advantage of this situation here and benefit myself and and it's by doing ads it's by pushing out digital content and there's been a couple of really resourceful stories that I kind of wanted to share with you guys. So first I want to shout out to the Mickey's up in Michigan. I believe it's Southwestern Michigan, the Kalamazoo-ish area. The Mickey's are a duo twins and killer singers. And one of the girls' husbands is also plays guitar in the band. And they're very much of a, an indie kind of band, like indie rock. Yeah. Okay. You know, it's their voices are super crystalline, super beautiful, perfect harmonies. And then Bascom, the the guitar player, he's just got some nastiness on the guitar, and it's like this awesome combination of salt and pepper, right? Sugar and salt. So it works really well. Well, the, the Mickey's have been working with me before now. Do the math here. They're up in Michigan. So what does that mean about the weather, right? Long winters. <laughs> yeah. And they're, you know, they do most of their live shows are going to be during the summer months. Okay. They came back to me when Kenny Rogers passed away and said, hey, we did a cover of Kenny Rogers. We just really loved him and we want to push this out. Will you help us? And I was like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just to give you an idea of some of the traction they were able to get, they spent, well, they spent like 200 bucks on ad buys and just the Facebook feed ad. And we've got these on multiple platforms. So it's on Instagram, it's on Instagram stories, Facebook stories, it's on in-stream ads, in article ads. You know, we've had some of our artists show up in BuzzFeed and, you know, these little ads that happen when you're reading an article or something about COVID-19 and then there's an artist. Oh, well, click on that. It looks cool. Just the Facebook feed ads got over 130,000 streams already. Mm-hmm. So they're crushing it. And they came back after that because it started with the Kenny Rogers thing, which is right when the whole COVID mm-hmm. thing was heating up and said, you know what? Like summer's coming at some mm-hmm. point, we're all going to be let out of our cages. And we want to talk to you about, because we're getting so much reach for so little money. Like, what can we do to help bolster our summer season this year? You know, we want to be ahead of the game. We want to put some pressure in the pipe. So when spigot gets turned on, we can do some more things. And they're going to be ahead of all those people that are doing the worst thing you can do during this pandemic, which is nothing and waiting. 
They're getting ahead of the game. While you wait, they're getting ahead of you. That's right. They had some clever ideas. So a couple things they came up with. Number one was they're going to go back into the archives of some cover content that they put out, videos that they put out. And they, when they do their videos, Brent, it's, it's live acoustic. So Bascom and the girls are playing the guitar and maybe like a, a percussion instrument or something and singing. Mm-hmm. It's just live. They record it. They, they shoot it to me. And then we create an ad and we put it out. Cool. But they've got some older stuff that nobody's seen yet. Right. So, you mm-hmm. know, big songs that they crush. And so they're just going to dip back into that. I think they're making some new stuff, too. I, th- I think the new one we just posted was new. A newer video for them. They covered When You Say Nothing at All by, mm. you know, the Keith Whitley song. And yeah, but they're also going to dig back into some stuff that they've already put out there. Digitally, they're saying, OK, this Kenny Rogers thing like really took off. And I think they probably got maybe 300 to 400,000 views total. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So, what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right, you'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Mm-hmm. On you know across all platforms, and so there's a bunch of new people now that have seen them sing, right? Right. And so they're like, hey, so if we you know take an old video that we did of a cover song and put that in front of them, it's new to them. They haven't seen it yet, right? Exactly, it's new to them. They're spending money on ad buys to get it out there, but they're going to have so much more awareness come June when they're able to to make this happen. And the big question here, guys, is. What's going to happen when all the quarantine bans lift? How are people going to react? The reason I wanted to talk about this today was it can go one of two different ways. The really big, bigger artists that, you know, like the Justin Bieber's of the world are essentially canceling 2020. Yeah. It's too sophisticated. There's too much money. There's, when you're that big, you're working with a promoter. The promoter comes in, they cut a check. The artist gets paid a flat rate. Like, hey, Justin Bieber, we're going to give you, you know, $100 million to go do these shows. And he says, yeah, man, I'll do that. And then the promoters got to, you know, they pick the venue and they promote the show and whatever they make above and beyond 
all the expenses is their take on it. And of course, that's in the free market, right? The more popular the artist, the higher the the baseline. But if a promoter's not sure, even after the ban is lifted, what people are going to do, are they going to buy a ticket? Are they going to be fearful about hanging out with other people? We don't know, right? It remains to be seen. So Mm -hmm. mastering some of this stuff that we're talking about here is going to be huge. Doing what the Mickeys did. The other thing that was brilliant that the Mickeys came up. Well, I have a question about the Mickeys. When they're doing the Facebook ads, are they targeting like Southwest, I guess, Michigan or their area that they normally will go play live? Are they targeting that or are they... We've done, over the place we've done both. We've done both. So mm-hmm. to bring awareness to them. So that's a really good question, Brent. Mostly the targeting has been regional for them mm-hmm. because the end goal, we have to go, we have to think about what we want first and then work backwards on how we're going to get there. The end goal was we want more people showing up to our live shows when we do yeah. this. They are both parents. They have young kids. They're not going to get a record deal and go on tour. That's, not, the that's not their goal. That's not, not the goal. goal. No, yeah. but but these are two very brilliant women, and if they're not doing music, they would be in prison. I think like they have to scratch <laughs> the edge. <Right. laughs> you know, they can't not do it. So I think they went to Belmont too, if I'm not mistaken. They're Belmont graduates. Nice. But for the Kenny Rogers thing, we went bigger because mm. this was you know they were really feeling this, and Kenny Rogers was really important to them and they put together like a really kind of shortened version of the gambler mm-hmm. and it meant something to them to, to reach more people than just regional. Yeah. From last year when we were working together, they have a really, they did a couple festivals. They did a couple live gigs that they promoted and we were, you know, even taking content that they posted and promoting that just to get the content out in front of new people. It wasn't necessarily a cover song or something. Mm-hmm. So they built up like a healthy little database right? Mm-hmm. Of people that are regional there. And, you know, I like to mix the two. So I love the idea of going wider with Kenny Rogers because that presents a bigger picture for the regional crowd, right? Wow. You guys got 133,000 views. Like you're somebody. Well, that, and if they have any music of their own that's for sale, anyone anywhere can buy it if they get interested. So, I mean, there's some yes. value in that too. You know, it's not just about putting butts in seats, I would imagine. Yeah, 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 exactly right, exactly right. So the next thing that they're doing is something that everybody's been doing, but with two different twists on it that I wanted to shout them out for. Number one is they are doing a live stream concert, right, which everybody's been doing now. Everybody and his brother's doing a live stream. But first of all, they're going to promote it, right? They're going to put a couple hundred bucks in ad buys behind it and and get it out there. And secondly, the gist behind the show, and they're being very intentional about the song choices that they make. They have some friends, uh, two friends that are doctors that work in the hospital in Detroit that is like the worst hit in Michigan for the COVID thing. Mm-hmm. So there's a couple hot spots in the country. This particular hospital in Michigan is is evidently one of them. And it's, you know, while my sister's ER in Green Bay is a ghost town, their healthcare workers in these, this hospital, their faces are bruised from having to wear masks 24-7. You know, they're, mm-hmm. they're working 18-hour days. They're going crazy. And they also wanted to recognize the other frontline, what they call frontline heroes, which are the people who are still having to work and be around people so that we can all get our freaking toilet paper. The truck drivers, the people working at the grocery stores, the people that still have to be out there and do a job Mm -hmm. in the face of 
COVID-19, right? Yeah. They said, we want to do this show for them. And so we just want to pick some uplifting songs. They're going to throw some hymns in there, Brent. They're going to mm-hmm. throw in some, some other songs, Wind Beneath My Wings. I'll bet you they'll pull that off. I don't have the set list, so I'm just kind of guessing yeah. here, but... But there's a theme and there's a point and there's thought put into it. It's not yeah, just... Yeah, and they're encouraging people that, hey, if you know a frontline worker, shout them out during the live feed, right? So that's going to yeah. happen on April 14th, which is probably the day this is going to drop at 8 p.m. Eastern time. But they're going to push that out. So I thought the two, the two things, number one is, hey, we want this is about the frontline workers. And number mm-hmm. two, you know, we're going to push it out there and let's see what happens. So this can be a real interesting test. But you know what? They're, they're experimenting. Yeah. Brent, I mean, when you wrote your first song, did it, was it like a smash hit? Was the first song you ever wrote Monday Morning Church? Uh, no, but you know, that first song I wrote uh, was, was kind of famous around one campfire in Arkansas for a little bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kind of made the rounds there, um, the campfire <laughs> circuit. So it went so, triple, triple campfire. <laughs> it went, uh, yeah, triple kindling. And uh, that was about it. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, it was uh, Monday Morning Church came significantly later. So the way that you get better as a craftsman is, you know, number one, we've talked about it before, you got to do the work. And number two mm-hmm. is it's repetition, right? You're, you're tinkering. You're trying this. You're trying that. You're, Heck yeah. you're going down this rabbit hole, going down that rabbit hole. Why? Because you, there's an itch that you got to scratch and you want to make it happen. And so I want to, I'm just, I'm so proud of the Mickeys for what they're doing. And it's going to benefit them over the summer, to be sure. Mm-hmm. And they're getting more and more and more. Uh, attention on just their regular social media posts now. You know, is it a million compared to 30? No. But is it growing? Absolutely. It's growing, right? Mm -hmm. It's growing. It's slowly growing. Before long, we've had lots of talks about strategy with live shows, and I'm like, hey, pick the smaller venues. Let's just start selling out the smaller venues. Yeah. And then swell to the point where we've got to go to a bigger venue. But then it's always a scene. It's always funny. You got to get there early because you might not mm-hmm. be able to get in, that kind of a thing. So so they've been working that starting last summer when they started working with me. And then they dormant was the word I was using before. Then they went dormant oh, okay. over the winter because there's just not enough going on to warrant this happening. And and mm-hmm. the money that they make from their live shows really funds what's happening. And But they, they pivoted a little bit because... Uh, you know, lower prices on the advertising mm-hmm. and we can reach more people. So, you know, we talked about uh, that special episode we did. What does this make possible? Though they looked at that and said, what does it make possible? I get more ad value, more bang for my buck because prices are cheaper on ads. Yes. Yes. I found the silver lining. And so, the, you know, the second part of that sickness we were talking before was once you realize that you've got to be marketing on a regular basis and time and energy along with some money. The uh-huh. is consistency, right? Is is to be able to do it on a regular basis, and so right. they're saying, "Hey, we can make some new stuff, but we can also throw out some old stuff." And I said, "Yeah." So that's how important that consistency itch is to scratch. And so I think this is a really solid strategy, and they're going to see some some benefits from it. But you know what they're doing here is trying different things and and trying to communicate marketing. Guys, you have to change your mindset about it. You have to say and understand and embrace that it is another art form. It's another form of communication. Marketing Mm -hmm. is just as as powerful as being an amazing songwriter or a killer singer. And, you know, it has just as much impact. And it's something that you're going 
whether you like it or not, you're going to need to learn how to do it to at least get your money up enough to where you can hire somebody like Daredevil, like us, to come in and help you. What different experiments have you tried? I think another part of the sickness is that when people finally wake up to the fact that they should be trying something, they do something once Mm -hmm. and then it doesn't work. And they're like, well, that doesn't work. And so it's underwhelming. Right. Mm -hmm. And, And you likened that before, Brent, to what? Oh, it's like you write one song and it doesn't become a a hit. You just quit writing songs. Like, well, that doesn't work. Yeah. This is a whole new endeavor and it comes with a whole new bunch of hassles. I guarantee it. Listen, learning to write songs, it's a hassle. It's not Mm -hmm. easy. It's not freaking easy. Learning to sing better, learning to perform live, learning to play your instrument better, learning to, you know, to deal with the band, right? Be the babysitter for the band. This is, believe me, it's a freaking hassle. And the only reason that you do it is because it's worth it. Okay. Because it helps you scratch that itch. Well, man, all of those itches that you're scratching and all of those hassles that you're dealing with culminate at the end with you having some kind of competitive product, whether it's a live show or music and talent, competitive talent, and then nobody's going to know about it until you go through the hassle of marketing it. Now's the time to be able to get out there and do it and do it a lot less expensively than it was before. And certainly, of course, you know, we're here to help. One other shout out that I wanted to give Jay Lane, Jeremy Lane, rock guy. I think he's around my age. He might be a little younger than me, but rock guy. And he's been, a, first of all, a devout climber. Mm-hmm. I, I want to say he, he was one of the first climbers that we have, because I know I've had conversations with him and email exchanges with him as mm-hmm. much as like three years ago, three and a half years ago. So he's got a cover band and his goal is to transition from the cover band to to be a more original thing. And he understands that he has to get some more butts and seats to make that happen. So he was, you remember, um, I think I showed these to you, Brent, some of the ads that I did for the metal band we worked with, Weapons of a New. I showed you some of the ads that we used to, we used them for a number of different utilitarian needs. One was to drive traffic to their Spotify. Mm -hmm. Other was to drive traffic to some live shows. And we also did the same thing with Jacob Cade, Mm -hmm. where we just took a bunch of live clips put them together into an ad and push that ad out with a call to action. Again, marketing has a call to action. Mm-hmm. We had amazing results. I mean, with weapons of a new, that content that we had was so good that the cost was like 0.003 cents for a 15 second views. So, you know, a $5,000 ad buy is going to get you in front of 1.6 million people. Nice. I mean, that's, that's a lot of people. That's a lot of people, right? Yeah. A couple shows that they had from a tour that had the most amount of people. They had the cameras, number one. Number two, they turned them on. <laughs> yeah. Right? It's an important part of having a camera. And then they went to work. Well, listen to how resourceful Jeremy Lane is. He hit me up yesterday because he's like, hey, uh, he did a cons- consultation with me. And he's like, I can't do anything right now. And I'm, I can't sit around and wait. It's driving me crazy. So what can I do? Like, what can I, I got this idea. And really, I think he had the ideas. I don't think I gave him these ideas. I don't want to take credit for it. Like, he's like, I can do this, this, or this. I'm like, do number one, put together some, some ads and start pushing that out there so that you're staying in everybody's face. And, and then when the bands are lifted and you can get it back out there, you're still going to be familiar to everybody and you're not going to be playing catch up. You're going to be ahead of the game. Right. So he's like, man, we had like, this one like really killer show he was telling me about was an outdoor show and they were Brent. They're like on a really cool stage, Mm -hmm. an outdoor stage with the light trusses and kind of like what they do at whiskey jam when they put whiskey jam outside at, at Mm -hmm. losers during the summer in the parking lot there. 
And he's like, man, and he goes, I went looking back through our footage, and he goes, you know, we had some footage, but it wasn't a lot. I can't remember if it wasn't a lot, enough footage, or if, or if he didn't have it. But but he's determined to scratch the itch, right? So, mm-hmm. dude, this is genius. He's like, I know there's a bunch of people at that show that I know, that know me, that are friends of mine. Yeah. So he puts out... I don't know if he did text messages or if he did a, a social media thing where he just put out, hey, if you were at this show on this date, I know a lot of you had your phones up and a lot of people were taking video. If you still got that video, would you please send it to me? Mm-hmm. And he's like, dude, a bunch of people sent me back footage. Nice. <laughs> and I was like, that is freaking awesome, dude. He's like, yeah. And so he actually cut together a video ad of him and you know, it's got his logo in there. And he was kind of just sort of mimicking like what we did with Weapons of a New, but quick cuts. And it just makes him look really good, right? Mm-hmm. He's on a bigger stage and, and they look, man, you look at that and you're like, I want to go see that band. Yeah. Like these guys are local. How come we don't know? But let's go. Yeah. So and 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 he's you know driving traffic to some new music that he has, but he he's not using the lot. And neither did we for the Jacob Cade thing or for Weapons of a New. He's not taking the live footage and using the sound from the live footage. He's syncing it to one of his recorded tracks, right? One of his most recent tracks. So I thought that was brilliant. And he came back for a second consultation and said, "Hey, will you take a look at this and just." Tell me what I need to do differently to make this work. You know what he's asking me about? It's kind of, Brent, it's like what he did with this video and marketing was kind of like a songwriting session with you. Oh, yeah. You know, or a consult, right? Mm -hmm. Where they want you to help them write the lyrics so they can learn or to evaluate a song or something. So he's saying, okay, I know how to sing. I know how to play guitar. I know how to write a song. I know how to play live. I don't necessarily know how to do this marketing Uh stuff so he comes in for the consultation and that video was maybe on the 10 yard line you know what i mean he was definitely in the red zone let's put it that way i thought it was great yeah and so he's like so what what do you think about this and and so i said hey i think all the cuts are good i I love the track that you sync to it i told him to do a couple things differently with the logo and where to put it Mm -hmm. and how to bring it in so now he's doing that, and then he's going to go spend a little bit of money, and he doesn't have a big budget, but he can go spend a little money, push that out, and make that happen. I just, you know, I want to take the time and just shout out some artists that we have, some climbers, and some artists. I, I'm, I'm sure that the Mickeys came to us through the climb. Jay Lane came through the climb. These are climbers that are, that are pivoting right now, and instead of sitting around and waiting for this thing to end, they're taking action, they're trying different things. And they're getting in front of new people so that when the curtain comes up and we're all able to go back to our lives, they're going to be ahead of the game. And the worst thing you can do during this pandemic is nothing. That's right. Is nothing. Like, you better be reading books. Amen. You know, learning about marketing, copywriting. The, the, the way that you word an email, the way that you word an ad is just as important as the content that's in the ad. And there's great books out there for like 10 bucks. You can get them delivered right to your door from Amazon. Mm-hmm. Frontline workers still out there making stuff happen and take advantage of this time to learn how to become more effective at this. And the needle will move. That's right. The needle will move, guaranteed. So listen, if we can help you guys, 
certainly if, if you know if you've got the budget and you need to get out there like so many artists have come back to us like the mickeys and some different companies that are just you know hey we want to take advantage of, the, of these low rates right now on the digital advertising hit us up at info at daredevilproduction.com and if you want to consult if you know maybe you're not far enough along on the business end of your artistic journey to to be able to employ us we do we can do one-offs where we'll give you a price for like one thing it's a, it's going to be a little less than what you would spend on a on a retainer-based kind of deal which is what we normally do but if it's just a consult hit us up for that i mean we can get one hour of my time like jay lane did we can talk about things you need to do then he went right out went to work and came back two days later with hey what do you think of this wow he went from scratching his head i gotta do something different right like what am i gonna do to two days later being on the five yard line of something yeah. to, to take action and and the mickeys you know same thing Love like it. guys it's all about the action you just email us at info at daredevilproduction.com Put consultation in the subject line and we'll get something on the books. And remember, we still got the COVID-19 discount going on. I don't even think, by the way, Jay Lane knew about that. I was like, <laughs> like he's consulted with me before. So he's like, hey, man, where do I send the money? And I'm like, yeah, it's, but it's only this amount. Like, it's normally 150 bucks an hour. It's, it's only 100 bucks an hour. And he's like, you're kidding me. I'm like, yeah, didn't you hear that? He's like, I must have missed that. I was like, all right, well, well there you go. You know, until further notice, right? Yeah. You know, we just want to be there to help people. So, by the way, if you haven't downloaded the free informational PDF, 21 Biggest Reasons I Don't Have More Fans, this will help get your head right as well. Go to giftfromjohnny.com and tell us where to send it. That's giftfromjohnny, J-O-H-N-N-Y.com. Just tell us where to send it. It's free to you. It's going to, you know, just kind of break down everything that's changed so that you can mentally pivot and deal with what you're going to have to do with or without COVID, which is digital marketing. I think this is kind of forcing the issue, don't you, Brent? Yeah. Uh, I mean, you got you to gotta be active, got to be proactive. Again, worst thing you can do is wait for it to blow over. Exactly. All right, guys. Well, that's it for now, man. I hope everybody is uh, not going crazy out there being cooped up, but we got more to come after that. Reach out to us. We'll be here to help you. This podcast is this because we want you to win. So keep on climbing. And we'll see you at the top. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. 
That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 